Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Welcome to Guardians Weekly, Jim Rosenhouse along with you, wishing you a happy new year as we join you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, and we have turned the corner, as always is the case, once the holiday season is complete and you hit that month of January, things really start to pick up in terms of baseball activity. Won't be long now until spring training begins out in Goodyear, Arizona, and of course we will be there. And in two weeks, it is Guards Fest, a great fan fest featuring many of the players who will be a part of this year's Guardians Ball Club. That will be at the Huntington Convention Center on January the 21st. So things really starting to pick up. And we will hear from Kelly Dredge, who is the director of live entertainment, a little bit later on in our show. She'll fill us in on some of the great activities and those who will be participating in this year's Guards Fest at the Huntington Convention Center. We'll also hear from Senior Vice President Bob DiBiasio. He'll fill us in on the Active Valor Awards, the Bob Feller Active Valor Awards that took place in Washington, D.C. a little while back. And when we return shortly, we will hear from one of the brand new coaches on Terry Francona's staff for 2023, Jason Esposito, who had been the hitting coach at AAA Columbus. He will now be a part of the hitting coach team that features hitting coach Chris Valeca, his assistant Victor Rodriguez, and Jason takes over as the run prevention coordinator. So some shuffling of the coaching staff with some departures and some new faces too, and we'll hear from Jason Esposito shortly. Just a reminder, our show airs each week throughout the offseason, and uh, we can now say hot stove in earnest as we begin that run up to spring training. We'll be with you each Saturday on the Guardians Radio Network, Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network, as uh, that show airs usually late Saturday afternoon, depending on where your favorite uh, Guardians Radio Network station picks it up. Or you can listen to our show in podcast form. That drops usually later on on Saturday or Sunday. Or you can go to cleeguardians.com and all the archived editions are there as well. So let's get to it. We'll take a break and then come back and hear from Jason Esposito, one of the new coaches on the staff with uh, an interesting background. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Don't go away, folks. 
With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. It's Guardians Weekly. Great to have you with us as we talk baseball on the radio here in January. Doesn't seem like baseball weather outside, but we'll get you ready for the season to come with spring training a little bit more than a month away and the 2023 season following shortly after that. This past offseason, the Guardians, like so many teams in baseball, experiencing some changes to their coaching staff. Brian Sweeney, who had done some great work as the bullpen coach, he is now the pitching coach of the Kansas City Royals, joining Matt Cataro, who had been a coach here in Cleveland several years ago. He's the new manager there. Justin Tooley is now the director of player development for the Seattle Mariners. He had worked as a major part of that coaching staff on the hitting side for the Guardians. And also just recently, Kyle Hudson, was named first base coach for the Boston Red Sox. He had done outstanding work as an outfield instructor, worked in advanced scouting as a part of that coaching staff as well. So with the departures, obviously some new faces, and uh, the Guardians able to fill those spots from within the organization, which has been a theme both coaching staff-wise and front office-wise, as there's always some turnover with some really uh, talented coaches and front office people, and uh, they're able to gain some uh, jobs that advance their careers throughout baseball. Jason Esposito has been with the Guardians organization for six seasons now. He spent the past two as the hitting coach at AAA Columbus, and he will now be the run prevention coordinator for the Guardians, basically replacing Justin Tooley as part of that uh, three-man major league coaching staff that uh, works on the hitting side with Chris Valeka, the hitting coach, and his assistant, Victor Rodriguez. So Jason, obviously very excited to, uh, to be a part of the major league coaching staff. And uh, when we caught up with him earlier this week, he talked about what his role will entail as we get closer to the season. Yeah, I think it's trying to fill in the gaps of like where we're at as a team and trying to understand like where the other teams are, their opposing pitchers, and how do we advance those guys, and how do we kind of mold it with our plan and attack as hitters. It's really amazing when, when you think about, you mentioned advanced scouting, uh, here we are. We're recording this in early January, and, and you're starting that process already. And, and what are some of the things that, that you can do at, at this time of year so that it's not a real crush when, when a series comes up against a particular team? Yeah, I think just being around the people in this organization, you're always motivated to try and do your best and give as much as you can in, in order to help our club win the World Series. And not just being around for the last six years in this organization, it it really helps to have intelligent, bright people to kind of bounce ideas off of. So whenever we're considering how, how can we do it better the next year, you know, it, 
being able to live in Cleveland and come to the ballpark and be around those people that you can bounce ideas off of and, and try and work towards a better next year, I think that's, that's a good opportunity to take advantage of, and that's what we're doing. The last two years of those six, you were the hitting coach at AAA Columbus. Uh, yet you would, you would be here every now and again, uh, about once a month. You're, you're stopping in for a couple of games. How important was that, especially now that, that you're here this year? Um, how beneficial do you think? Yeah, I was really fortunate to have that opportunity. I know that um, I know that people had a cover for me in Columbus, so I thank them for doing that to give me the opportunity to come here. But I think it was invaluable to me to kind of share the experience with some of these guys that are just getting called up, kind of understand what they're going through, what their day is like, what their routines are like on a daily basis, and just being able to talk them through what their day is going to be like when they get called up, having the knowledge and, like, the awareness to, like, help them manage their day when they get here and just kind of share that experience with them was, was cool to me. And uh, an uncommon amount of, of call-ups, players who made their major league debut a year ago, and many of them on the offensive side, uh, some stars, Stephen Kwan, Oscar Gonzalez. Uh, what was the feeling like at, at that AAA level as you saw players go up and not only make their major league debut but become key parts of a great season? It's it's really rewarding to think about because you know that the organization and the coaches that they've had before and, and all of the work and effort that they put into like their dream to make it come true, that's the most rewarding experience. And like it was there was a lot of players that called up and a lot of players that helped us compete and helped us win ball games. So that was the best part for us is just like seeing those guys help our team win and it was it was an awesome experience and happy to be part of it yeah Jason Esposito joining us he's the run production coordinator uh, replaced Justin Tooley who is off to uh, uh, a nice position with the Seattle Mariners uh, background wise Vanderbilt you play at Vanderbilt what what is in the water in Nashville that just has produced great team after great team and some uh, like yourself, players who've gone on to play in pro ball? I would have to say it's like the the coaching staff at Vanderbilt. And Tim Corbin is always going to be somebody who is a mentor to me and always somebody that, like, helps helps me navigate – helps me navigate how to be a, be a coach because the respect and, like – admiration that I have for him is is paramount and I and I think that as you go through your days and your months and your years at Vanderbilt you kind of get an appreciation for who you're doing it with and the people in that room and the people in that group and you start to really build relationships with those people and I mean, I'm still in a group chat with about 30 guys from, like, my 2011-2010 class. So it was just, like, the relationships you build. I, I think that was paramount for some of those teams. And, and obviously, recently, they've been even better. So, And just to give people an idea, when you say there, there's people you stay in touch with, drop some names, some, some guys that have had really good big league careers. Yeah, a few come to mind. Uh, Sonny Gray, Kurt Casale, Tony Kemp, Mike Yastrzemski, David Price, 
uh, Ryan Flaherty, Pedro Alvarez. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is. Um, so you go on and you play pro ball with Baltimore. Um, and after a four-year playing career, uh, you're out of the game for a little bit. Uh, and I asked you earlier, did you ever think you'd get into coaching? Um, and you said no, you didn't think so. What what turned and, and what kind of led you to a position in the Indians organization? Yeah, it's funny because at the time, you're you're not thinking about what's next. When you're done with baseball, you're kind of just thinking it's over. Now what? Um, I had an opportunity to start learning more about hitting and kind of why I why I failed as a as a hitter and so just kind of learning through research learning through different people learning through teaching it just kind of became more of a passion to try and understand something about about hitting and um, fortunate enough to work with Larry Day now who is a volunteer assistant at Vanderbilt who kind of helped facilitate an interview for me, and the rest has been history, yeah. And you mentioned kind of picking up on, on things maybe that, that you weren't able to do or, or weren't taught. Um, how do you make that transition, though, to there's a lot of great players who, who were not good coaches for whatever reason. But how do you get to that point where you can help a player and give them the information they need in a way that helps them? We have so many great people here, and we have so many great players here that their open-mindedness and the way our, our, our scouting department drafts, the, the guys that are playing for us, they're really open-minded and have such a growth mindset that it makes it easy to, to help them learn or, or work alongside them and, and help them reach their dream or reach their goals. And, the, the difficulty comes with giving them more information and giving them more feedback because they're, they're very willing to work on what they need to work on. Yeah. When you see what, what you have available to give them, do you ever wonder, man, I wish that was there when, when I was playing? Because, <laughs> I mean, just the general evolution of the game, not necessarily a reflection on the organization, but uh, did you ever think, man, I wish that was there? <laughs> I've always heard the saying, oh, back in my day, you know, I wish we had that. And that's definitely some, some way, shape, or form. The, the way in which our players are training and the way in which they're raising their standard of training and raising the way they challenge themselves on a daily basis, it's definitely something I'm envious of and <laughs> maybe a little jealous of. <laughs> Jason Esposito joining us. He's the, the new run production coordinator. Has there been some changes to the coaching staff? Um, and we were talking earlier, uh, every year it seems there's some front office people who move on to different jobs, and, and this year there's been some coaches, but it doesn't seem like the organization misses a beat. What's going on at those lower levels, training-wise, teaching-wise, to help the coaches become better coaches? There, there's been so many people here that have made like an impact on our hitting department. Some of them I've left. Some of them are still here. I mean, like Alex Eckelman has been a huge influence on, on our department. Nate Fryman, Grant Fink, who's now our hitting coordinator, has been just like a solid group that has built 
almost like North Stars to align to, and like all of our coaches are really open-minded and really draw on our framework to help our hitters achieve as much as they can achieve. And it all comes from like the willingness to get together on a Zoom call on a Friday and, and talk through things to get together at spring training and go out to dinner and, and talk with each other. And, and I think a lot of it comes from just like the connectedness of our hitting domain and just like the friendships that we've built. It makes it easier for us to bounce ideas off each other because it really helps the player in the end. So maybe along those lines, um, obviously for players that they're trying to reach the major leagues and, and get here and play, you have an opportunity this offseason to interview for a job on the big league staff and be a part of that staff. Uh, what's it like when you sit down? I know Tito's involved in that and, and, and others. Um, what's that like when, when you're that close to it and you have a chance? It's definitely intimidating. I think anytime you interview for something, you're either really confident or you're in a position where it's like, oh, man, I'm not going to get this. And I think I was in the latter. And I think just to have an opportunity to work with the Major League staff. I mean, Tito has been great to me when I came up last year. He was always asking how I was doing, checking in on me. Val, Vic last year were so helpful to me and just asking me questions, asking about players that we had in Columbus or helping me understand why we're doing what we're doing or what we're seeing on the field. And I think the environment was something I wanted to be a part of and obviously help us win a World Series and kind of make that. So, yeah, it's it's hard to talk about because there's so many emotions wrapped up into it that I'm so excited for and and I'm ready for the challenge to to help us and be a small, tiny part of that. And I'm very flattered and humbled and excited and <laughs> so many different things. Well, congratulations on the new position. Enjoy it. It's a, it's a fun team to be around for sure. Thank you. Thank you. That's one of the new coaches on the Guardian staff for the 2023 season, Jason Esposito. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Guardian Senior Vice President Bob DiBiasio. The Bob Feller Active Valor Awards, always a highlight on the calendar. And Bobby D will fill us in on how that went in Washington, D.C. a little while back. That's next on the Cleveland Clinic, Guardians Radio Network. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. Our next guest, a favorite of the show, Bob DiBiasio, Guardian Senior Vice President. And Bobby D recently had a chance to head to Washington, D.C. for the 10th annual Bob Feller Active Valor Awards. This year's inductees on the Major League side, Twins outfielder Byron Buxton. And on the Hall of Fame side, former Major League closer Trevor Hoffman, both with great ties to the military. And Bobby D fills us in on a great event in Washington, D.C. that returned, uh, got away from Zoom and, and remote 
and uh, was in person in Washington, and uh, he fills us in on how things went at the Bob Feller Active Valor Awards. Well, thanks for allowing us to talk about the greatest name in franchise history, Rosie, especially when it's connected to the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation. It was wonderful to be back at the U.S. Navy Memorial in D.C. to honor and recognize those who support our military. You know, the mission of the Bob Feller Active Valor Foundation uh, through that unique intersection of baseball and the Department of the Navy uh, is to recognize and honor those who support our service members with the Bob Feller Act of Valor Award. Uh, we use Bob's story uh, to educate the youth of today uh, on the lessons of citizenship, service to one's country, and sacrifice in time of great national need and we truly truly believe that the teaching the the legacy of the greatest generation to the youngest generation um, will help instill in them the virtue of service to others and that event um, to be back uh, with all the the u.s uh, naval uh, members baseball people just to celebrate not only bob's legacy but the people who give their lives uh, for us, it was really a special time. As important today, considering the, gosh, the, the climate over the past several years, with everything that's gone on in our world, to, to remind people about a story like Bob Feller and the, the sacrifice he made to give up something he loved to serve his country. First to do so. There's 39 members, Rosie, of the Baseball Hall of Fame that served in World War II. Uh, we added two um, this past year. Buck O'Neill being enshrined and also Gil Hodges. So it increased the number to 39 who served in World War II. Uh, Bob was the first, uh, first professional athlete. Uh, as many people have heard us talk, know the story, it always bears repeating Bob was on his way from the family farm in Van Meter, Iowa, to a hotel in Chicago to meet up with the executives of the Cleveland Indians at that time to uh, sign probably the most lucrative contract in baseball history at the time. You have to remember, he was 22 years old, somewhere in there. Had already won more than 100 games, been a four-time All-Star the greatest, you know, Babe Ruth had retired and baseball was looking for a star. And here comes this kid off the farm to just uh, mesmerize people on a national stage. His high school graduation is broadcast live across the country on NBC radio. That's a, how big a star Bob Feller was. He's there to sign the most lucrative contract. And in the, on the radio, he hears the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Instead of going to the hotel, he goes to the enlistment center of the U.S. Navy and enlists the first professional athlete to do so. What did the front office of, of the Cleveland Indians do? What was their reaction to that? Well, I asked Bob that a number of times, and he said it was interesting because some of them wanted him to continue to play because he could have gotten a deferment 
because his father was suffering from what the, ended up being uh, cancer on the brain. And so he was the breadwinner of the family to help the family farm continue and also earn money as in his profession, which happened to be baseball. And he said no. He and his father talked it through. Um, he went to the enlistment center and called home, and he and his father talked it through and said, this is where you belong. This is where your heart is. This is where you belong, service to your country. And so, yeah, there were obviously, can you imagine um, having the greatest name of your star player all of a sudden not be around for almost four years? Um, and then when he came back, the kind of seasons he had immediately after not being around for three, four seasons, Look it up on baseball-reference.com for those of you who love this sort of thing. His seasons where he would appear in 40 games and have 36 complete games and win 25 and throw 100, 300 pit innings and strike out 300. And so just a remark. He was absolute. You and I got to know him on a personal basis. Um, but if you go back and just look at statistically what he achieved, It'll blow you away. So that is just a minor part of the backstory of, of how we get to the Bob Feller Active Valor Awards. Uh, and you were there uh, a couple of months ago down in Washington, D.C. for the, the 10th edition. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, do you, you, when you started this a decade ago, obviously the hope is that it, it becomes what it has become. But you surprised at all that, that it's continued to be as strong as it has been and, and certainly something that – current major leaguers and Hall of Famers alike really gravitate toward at this time of year? Yeah, it. you never know when you begin something, um, you know, where it's going to lead. Um, I am so incredibly honored that I'm the master of ceremonies uh, for the eight that we've done in person and two virtually, being as close a friend to, to Bob as I was, just honored that he would always call me his boss, which I always <laughs> thought that was so hilarious. But um, when we began this in his honor, the quick story as to how it came about. A gentleman by the name of Peter Fertig lives in Long Island. He is a businessman, but he's also uh, a poet and an author. And he wrote a children's book, baseball fan, decided to write a book about the sun comes up the next day after there's no joy in Mudville. Casey at the bat. Casey strikes out. There's no joy in Mudville. And he had this thought, well, the sun's going to rise the next day, and that's the way baseball is. And he had heard Bob Feller had always talked about the, one of the most beautiful things about baseball is no matter what happened the day before, no matter how much you screwed up the day before, there's always tomorrow. And so he asked Bob, not knowing Bob, he reached out to Bob and said, would you write the foreword to my children's book? And he sent him the children's book about how there's always tomorrow. And Bob thought it was the coolest thing and just really embraced the concept and wrote the foreword. So upon Bob's passing, Peter said, we have to do something. Because here's a man who did not know me at all and was so willing 
to help and it, it agreed with the story that I was trying to to get through to young people. Um, let's do something in his honor. So he created the Bob Feller Act of Valor Foundation, wanting people to really mo focus more on his service to our country than his baseball career. And that's how it started. And uh, we've had a wonderful time this year. Um, Byron Buxton of the Minnesota Twins was our MLB recipient. Um, Trevor Hoffman, uh, one of the greatest uh, closer saves men in, in all of baseball, was the Hall of Fame category recipient. His father, Trevor's father, was a U.S. Marine, and S Trevor is so involved in assisting various uh, charitable efforts, uh, community impact efforts for our military, uh, especially in San Diego, which has obviously the base. So we recognize two peer-to-peer -peer mentorship groups. We uh, honor a United States non-commissioned officer with the Jerry Coleman Award. We uh, honor an active chief petty officer, the rank that Bob Feller achieved in the U.S. Navy, and of course a Major League Baseball player and a Hall of Famer. Um, we've grown each year. We still have a lot of, of growth uh, um, to continue uh, getting sponsorships and, and people involved. And uh, Just Google, you know, Bob Feller Act of Valor Award or Act of Valor award.org and you, know, you go right to our website and learn all about who we are and the good work that's happening. Senior Vice President Bob DiBiasio joining us talking Bob Feller Active Valor Award. Uh, real quick before we go, Byron Buxton, the, the major league recipient, right. how, how come? What, did, what has he done with the military that has him standing out? Near and dear to his heart, he's got an older brother who is a chief petty officer. And so he has, from the beginning of his professional baseball career, even the minor leagues, done charitable efforts um, to raise money uh, for a variety of, of different uh, um, military-oriented um, organizations, scholarship awards, things of that nature, runs camps and clinics for service members, children, uh, has a program. Uh, much like Tito's here in, in, in Progressive Field and, and with the Guardians, uh, you know, bringing service members and their families to the ballpark and giving them a little bit of an extra special treat by being on the field during batting practice and, you know, tickets and food and beverage and making their day extremely uh, special. Tito's is Friends of Francona. Uh, that happens every Sunday. And, um, you know, there's players all around. Uh, the major leagues that do programs like this that have chosen service and community efforts helping uh, our military and their families as part of their community impact efforts. The cool thing, we weren't able to have Griffin Jacks be live to accept his award in 2021. We were still virtual. And Griffin is a teammate of Byron Buxton's, for those of the people listening that know the Twins roster. So we called up Griffin Jacks and asked him if he would present Byron his award. And so we could do a, a double hit with the Twins guys and, 
he was all for it. And it was just great to see two teammates who really adore one another um, and have such – and Griffin Jacks is uh, uh, a captain in the Air Force Academy, as is his wife. Um, and so it meant a lot uh, uh, for Griffin to be there to um, help uh, present the Bob Feller Act of Valor Award uh, to his teammate Byron Buxton. Well, great stuff, Bobby D. I know it's a labor of love. Uh, it takes a little bit to, to pull it off each year, but certainly well worthwhile, and we thank you for coming by, and, and we'll talk to you about it again, see who next year's winners are. Thank you, Rosie. It's always a treat. Anytime we can talk Bob Feller, A, and then service to his, to our country, um, you know, the man larger than life, what a legend, um, certainly on the baseball diamond, but uh, off the field as well. That's Guardian Senior Vice President Bob DiBiasio, and, and you can tell just the, the enthusiasm for a great event, the Bob Feller Active Valor Awards that took place once again in person in Washington, D.C. recently. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll talk about a great event coming up on the calendar that has returned in person, and that's Guards Fest. It's coming up in two weeks, and we'll fill you in on that after this time out. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So instead, we're going to have someone else say it. Because for some reason, when a random person talks about how great something is in a commercial, it's more believable. I saved with a Progressive home and auto bundle. And there you have it. I mean, I'm not sure why she's more believable than me, but either way, you get the point about the saving. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome back. Our final segment of Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And just up the street in two weeks, January the 21st, it's the return of Guards Fest. After a two-year hiatus, the Huntington Convention Center will be the place to be on January the 21st for Guards Fest. A good portion of the roster will be there. There'll be games, all kinds of fun stuff. In fact, let's let Kelly Dredge, who is the Guardians Director of Live Entertainment, fill us in on some of the great stuff going on. She says, first off, it's exciting to be back in person with an outstanding event, the ninth annual at the Huntington Convention Center. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Rosie. It's great to be here. Um, and after a two-year hiatus, Guards Fest is back, and it is going to be better than ever. This year marks our ninth annual Fan Fest, and it's truly an event that we put on for our fans. There is something for everybody, for the whole family. Lots of stuff to do, a ton of stuff to see, and we get to celebrate all things Cleveland Guardians in the middle of January, like you said. So we get a bit of baseball, and it reminds us that spring and spring training is right around the corner. And this event has been at different venues throughout the city over the years. Uh, it found a home at the convention center before the pandemic and, and the shutdown, and, and now it's back there. Uh, what makes this just an ideal venue for this event? The space. It is a terrific venue with a ton of space. So we're able to create all kinds of activities for people. So some of those activities are a lot of autograph sessions, our photo opportunities with current and former players and coaches. 
There's a ton of interactive games for fans of all ages, including our batting cages. And actually, our batting cages are equipped with batting analytics this year. So participants will be able to get real-time statistics of their swing analysis. For example, your bat speed, your attack angle, and your distance. And I think that is going to be really, really cool. Um, we also have a lot of gaming trucks and some speed pitch stations, so you never know. Maybe Carl Willis will stop by and uh, give you a few pointers. And I think for our kids, we have a big kid zone with lots of face painters, hair tinseling, pitching areas, and a stealing home running challenge. So there's lots of space for kids who might be feeling cooped up this winter to get that energy out. And I think speaking of getting energy out, one of my favorite activities for kids is our baseball diamond. We call it the Field of Dreams. And kids ages 6 to 14 have the opportunity to play games on the field, practice their hitting and fielding skills, and we'll have our Guardians RBI coaches out there. The best part about the diamond is we have a steady rotation of players who will join the games to pitch the kids, encourage the kids on the field, and it's really not every day that you get to play ball alongside your favorite professional baseball player. Well, it was a special summer, and I know they're looking forward to 2023, and it kicks off really with Guards Fest two weeks from the airing of this show on uh, January the 6th, or excuse me, 7th. January the 21st is the date for Guards Fest. Kelly Dredge, I know you have a ton going between now and then, but uh, best of luck with everything, and we'll look forward to the day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much to Kelly Dredge, the Director of Live Entertainment, filling us in on Guards Fest coming up in two weeks, January the 21st. Go to cleeguardians.com slash guardsfest. All the information is there and how you purchase your tickets, that's there too. So check it out on the website, cleeguardians.com slash guardsfest. That's going to do it for this week's show. Until next week, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance.